Hello and welcome to You Can Do Big Things. I'm Katie, a mindset and success coach dedicated to helping women just like you build a mindset for success, achieve their goals and level up in all areas of their life. This podcast is the place where I share positive vibes and practical guidance to help fire up your motivation, empower you to go after your dreams and give you the confidence to do the things that scare you. I'll be sharing insights into my story alongside the actionable tips, tools and advice that I use with my private clients. I'm here to show you that your potential is limitless. So if you're ready to dive in, it's time to realise you can do big things. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This week, I wanted to share a little bit more about the journey that I've been on and some of the biggest lessons and realizations that I've had over the last few years. So whether it's through personal development, progressing in a corporate career, launching a business, and really just in life, what is the advice that I would give my younger self? What advice do I give my clients, my friends, and really some of the pivotal parts of my journey? So if you are someone who feels like you've maybe hit a bit of a ceiling or you're going round in circles with your goals, I hope that I can use this episode to pull back the curtains on some of the things that I did and I didn't do along the way. Maybe a realisation for you as well that you might be doing these things and not realising that you are and hopefully help you to learn from them too. And really, the reason why I do this work is because I have been there. My God, have I been there? (laughs) I've gone through those struggles. I've had those emotions. I've had the things go wrong. I've had the confusion. I've had the overwhelm. I've had the doubting myself. So really, I'm going to be super honest about the things that I've been through, the struggles that I faced on my own journey, and what I wish I knew or did sooner. So the first thing for me is really overlearning and overconsuming. I was so stuck in research, so stuck in learning and genuinely just addicted to knowing more, which of course isn't a bad thing. There is so much power in knowledge and education and we definitely need those things to some extent. But actually for me, I was using it as an excuse to keep putting things off until later down the line and a reason why I could stay hidden and I didn't need to take action right now. So I was waiting until I had done every course, read every book, listened to every podcast and kept on pushing that action that I didn't want to do because I was scared of doing it further and further and further down the line because I was scared. And using learning and because I hadn't finished that course, because I hadn't worked with that coach, because I hadn't spoken to that person, because I hadn't had this experience as an excuse to keep me stuck. And looking back, I was outsourcing my learning to everyone else. I was constantly looking outside of me. I was constantly outsourcing my power. And really remember that you are never going to be able to learn everything that you want to learn. You're never going to know everything that you want to know. There's always going to be somebody who's more experienced than you, someone who's more qualified than you, someone who's been in the industry longer. But really coming back to trusting yourself that you know enough. You know enough to take the next step without having to learn even more. And if you're stuck in this cycle of constantly thinking you need to know more, you will never, ever take action. And one of the worst things that I did was 
getting into that cycle where I was just absorbing so much information and basically just feeling bloody overwhelmed. <laughs> and I wasn't doing anything with it. My brain was full of all of these resources, all of these things I'd heard, all of these things that I'd learned, but I wasn't putting any of it into practice because I didn't feel ready enough yet because there was still more content out there. And really without having that structure and without having that impl implementation in place, it makes it very, very difficult if not impossible, to move forward. And we all do it. I mean, think about how many podcasts have you listened to in the last month? And what have you actually done with that information? Where have you implemented it in your life? Where have you applied it to yourself? So a challenge for you, are you listening to this podcast? Are you reading a book this week? Are you watching a TV program? Are you having a conversation with a friend? And where are you actually taking an action from that? Where are you actually making that real for you? Where are you taking that moment of reflection and thinking, what does this mean for me? And what am I going to do differently? And really remembering that clarity comes from action, not from thought. And thinking about when I started growing this business, I got so caught up in the courses out there, the free webinars out there, the books, the podcast, everything that I thought I had to know before I could work with a client, before I could do a newsletter, before I could show up on social media, before I could do a podcast. And if I keep on waiting until I know absolutely everything, you're going to be waiting forever. So really, how can you start challenging yourself by taking action now? How can you start using what you've learned trusting yourself that you know enough to actually take that first step or take the next step. The second thing for me that I didn't do for a long time was investing in myself. When I started on my personal development journey, I was stingy as fuck, basically. I was trapped in that scarcity mindset, feeling undeserving of spending on myself, constantly hunting around for freebies every five seconds, but not actually investing in myself. And not just a financial investment, but investing my time, investing my energy, making that commitment. I was signing up for every free webinar that I knew I wasn't going to watch. I was listening to every podcast and not implementing everything, doing every course, and then never giving myself the time to actually put those things into action. But as soon as someone, someone mentioned actually a financial investment, I backed away. I didn't think I was worthy of actually making that investment. And I said, oh, no, I'm not that serious about it because I was too scared of showing myself that level of commitment. And that voice was the exact same voice that kept me stuck in that job, in those relationships, in that situation that I didn't like for so many years. And really the mindset shift when you put money down, it doesn't even have to be a lot of money, is so significant. You'll know when you sign up for a gym membership and you're suddenly paying for it, you're much more likely to go. When you buy an expensive dress, you're much more likely to wear it because it was that commitment. And the same goes for your personal development. And you know, when you reach the level in your goals, in your business, in your life, where you're not going to go any further without having help. And really to break through that ceiling and to get to the next level, you have to invest in yourself. And for me, if there ever was a breakthrough moment or a pivotal moment, the shift in my mindset when I made that financial invest investment in myself was the moment that I told myself, I told the universe that I'm worthy and 
this is happening and I'm going to make this my reality. And it doesn't have to be that huge financial investment. It can be something small like getting a cleaner every couple of weeks or paying to get your food shop delivered or working with a PT or going to a gym class that you have to sign up for in advance. Whatever it is, think about who is adding value to your life at the moment. What free content are you getting through social media, through podcasts, through newsletters, through blogs, whatever it is? What are you getting free at the moment that is adding value to your life? And just imagine how much you could get if you make that investment and you make that commitment to yourself. And also stop waiting until you're so stuck to invest. I think I was definitely under the impression that I had to be at rock bottom and things had to be awful before I invested in myself. But think about it like buying new clothes or buying a new pair of shoes or buying a new bag. You don't wait until all your clothes are falling apart and you've got holes in the bottom of your shoes and the handle's falling off your handbag for you to actually go out and buy a new pair of trainers or whatever it is. And the same goes for you in your personal development you can invest in yourself and want to make a change without things being really bad. And I remember the first time that I invested in myself on like a personal development level, I was freaking out. (laughs) Even for a few days after, I was like, oh my God, I don't know if that was the right decision. I don't know if I'm worthy of it. What if I don't have time? What if the money never comes back to me? What if my life doesn't get better as a result of doing this? But now investing in myself and investing in my business and investing in my personal development is so, so normal. And I almost don't think twice about it because I know that the value is there. And really just recognizing that you can be so much further along if you invest in yourself sooner. The next thing that I definitely, definitely did for way too long is thinking that I can do it all without asking for help. And really one of the most pivotal parts of my journey over the last few years is realizing that you don't have to do it all alone. I think, especially as women, we're so conditioned to give, give, give and not ask for anything in return. We have these images of superwoman doing everything, super mums, people who are juggling businesses and being mums and a household and social life and everything. But it really is so unrealistic. And I thought that I had to live on this desert island. I was single, I lived alone, I thought I could do it all and I don't need help from anyone else. But actually giving yourself grace to ask for help, whether it's around the house, getting your partner to cook you a meal, pick the kids up from school, getting a cleaner, getting your food shop delivered, getting help from a coach, asking a health professional, working with a PT, really just letting yourself be vulnerable and letting yourself be a beginner and let yourself need other people to support you and to help you and to give you advice and do things for you and to ask favors of other people and knowing that that's really just not a big deal it really is not a big deal to ask your partner to cook you dinner one evening a week so you can go to that yoga class so you can do that online course so you can see a friend or maybe it's something more maybe it's like a therapist or a coach But really just recognizing that we don't have to do these things alone. There is so much support. There are so many communities available. It's so easy to access support. And really focusing on 
bringing other people into the journey with you and not having to live on this desert island. So whether it is asking your partner to help, whether it is asking a friend to help, whether it is getting a coach or a therapist, or really just surrounding yourself with people that are on the same wavelength as you, people who are on the same tracks, want the same things out of life, doing similar things, and actually using those connections and those relationships to bounce off each other, to hold each other accountable, to ask for support, to ask for their advice, to ask them to shout you out on social media, whatever it is, how can you actively bring other people into this journey and gain their support and really those things are so available especially like in this day and age it's so so easy to surround yourself with like-minded people to delegate to people to outsource things that you would typically be doing yourself so really remembering you don't have to do everything alone and there is no shame in being vulnerable and needing help and we don't have to be this superwoman that does absolutely everything and lives on the desert island the next thing that i did for a long time is trying to do it all at once and i'm sure so many of you resonate with this especially when I started a business, I looked at all of the experts. I looked at all the people that I wanted to look like, wanted to be like, wanted to achieve, people who had best-selling books, podcasts, running retreats, had X number of clients, lived in these houses, had these families, wore these clothes, looked a certain way and thought, I want to be there. People who had been running businesses for five years, 10 years, even people who were 10 years older than me and thinking, I need to be doing all of those things now to get to the place that they are. And oh my God, I just felt so freaking overwhelmed. And it really takes the enjoyment out of it as well. And remembering like, what are my values? What's important to me? And actually for me, setting up a business was to add to my life. It was to be something enjoyable, something where I could help other people, something where I could have a better work-life balance. And actually by completely overwhelming myself by trying to do everything at once was the complete opposite to the reason why I set out to do this business in the first place. And it takes a lot of discipline and it takes a lot of courage to actually just pick one thing, focus on growing that and park everything else. So I always talk about my roadmap that I like. So actually having that roadmap and having like, this is my bubble that I'm working on at the moment and everything else is going to happen, but it's not happening now. And putting them further further down the road and knowing that those things are coming but not touching them now because when you try and do so many things at once you end up either not doing anything because you feel so overwhelmed or not enjoying it because you feel like you're stretched in so many different directions or not doing it to the best of your ability because you feel absolutely drained and actually just accepting the fact that good things take time growth takes time And actually growth never ends. And naturally, as humans, we focus on that end goal. We say, when I get to that end destination, when I've achieved this thing, I'll be happy. I'll rest. I'll take time off. I'll feel successful. And I won't be happy until I get there. And it's so difficult to not be discouraged when you don't feel like things are happening, when you feel like everyone else has achieved that end thing that you really want so badly and things aren't happening for you because you're still in those early stages. But the magic really happens in those moments. We actually learn so much more through the journey rather than when we've achieved those shiny big wins. Of course, we have to celebrate those big wins. But 
actually focusing on showing up when you don't see results and accepting the fact that like things are slow being patient is the most difficult thing I think I've had to go through especially like building a business or progressing in a career or waiting for your soulmate to turn up or buying a house being patient really is the most freaking painful part of the whole journey because you're putting the work in you're showing up and you feel like nothing is happen happening and in those moments when you're finding it hard to be patient and you're finding it hard to have faith that things are working out, that fear setting in, that fear's running away with you, you're going into that spiral of this is never going to happen for me. I really just have to catch myself. I really have to observe, observe that I'm having those thoughts and catch myself and go, here we go again. Katie, here we go again. You do this every single time when you see everyone else doing the things that you want to do. You want to be further down the line than you're able to be at the moment. And you go into the spiral of, I'm never going to have time. I'm never going to get there. Everyone's going to beat me to it. And really just standing back and getting perspective and actually being grateful for what do you have at the moment? Even if it isn't those not so shiny things that you haven't got that promotion yet, or you haven't got that dream house, or you haven't met that partner, what do you have at the moment in your life? And what is that allowing you to do? The next thing is really expecting everyone to get it and letting everyone else's opinions, everyone else's decisions, everyone else's actions fuel the things that I was doing and not doing. And a big blocker for me was really my parents. I'm really close to my parents, but actually they have no bloody clue <laughs> what this coaching stuff is. And if I said to them, oh, I'm working through my limiting beliefs, I'm working on my scarcity mindset, they would look at me as if I had two heads. And actually that was a really difficult thing for me to move through. I think because I'd always being the golden child. <laughs> I'm not sure they would agree, but I'd always followed the career path that made sense. I'd gone to uni, I did accounting, I joined a big professional service firm, like I worked in a big office. I had a very traditional job of what what success looked like for them. So as soon as I said that I wanted to be a coach and the things that I was doing on my personal development, they had no clue what that even meant, let alone support my decision to do it. I couldn't understand where this decision was coming from. And actually looking for everyone else's approval before I made a decision, before I did that thing was a huge thing that held me back from actually doing what I wanted to do and what my gut was telling me was the right thing to do. So just a little reminder that you're allowed to have your own opinions, even if other people don't agree. You're allowed to make your own decisions, even if it's not what your best friends would do. You're allowed to follow the career path that you want to follow, even if your parents don't support it. And you will always be too much for someone. You'll always be too bold, too confident, too shy, too boring, too crazy, too loud. So really just listening to what feels right for you and not letting everyone else's decisions and everyone else's views and everyone else's opinions decide what you say what opinions you have what things you do what you don't do what job you have what hobbies you have and stop playing small and holding yourself back because you think that's what other people expect of you and people aren't always going to get what you're doing 
it would be freaking boring if everybody had the same opinions and wanted to do the same thing. And actually coming back to one of my previous points about surrounding yourself with people that get it, people that make you feel good, people that inspire you, people who are cheering you on, lifting you up, understand what you're doing. Of course, not every single person in your life needs to be like that. Like I absolutely love having variety in my life of my friends who absolutely love all of the personal development stuff, love all the fitness stuff, love all the limiting belief stuff, love all the going to bed at 9pm stuff. But I also love having people in my life that have no idea about all of those things. But it's not letting the people who don't support those decisions, I mean, you don't have to cut them out of your life, but it's just knowing that you don't need their validation for you to be able to actually make that change or move forward or do that thing. And our environments really can be such a deal breaker in terms of what we achieve or where we go in our life. So of course, you're going to have those people in your lives that have different different viewpoints to you. But actually draw your attention to who are you around? What situations are you in? Who are you seeing, speaking to, listening to when you feel good and really chasing the ones that lift you up, chasing the people that believe in you, chasing the people that inspire you and motivate you. And the final thing that I didn't do for a very long time was putting myself out there, shouting about myself, bigging myself up, telling people what I do. And whether it's getting a promotion at work or growing your business, getting a new, getting a pay rise, meeting a partner, you need to be putting yourself out there. You need to be talking about yourself. You need to be showing up enough for people to see you. So thinking about your network, thinking about collaborating with people, thinking about connecting with people and showing up as if you are somebody who's got that dream job, someone who lives in that dream house, someone who's in that dream relationship, someone who's sold out with products that they sell, someone who's got a wait list of clients, whatever it is for you, how can you start showing up today as if you were someone who's already got all of those things? With that enthusiasm, with that passion, with that excitement, people will then be a magnet for you to attract those things in. It's all law of attraction, law of attraction, manifestation. How are you really getting into that energetic level, moving, having that energetic shift to hold that vision, know it's already yours, it's on its way, it's 100% possible. And if I was someone who had all of these things in my life already, how would I be showing up today? What would I be wearing? How would I be doing my hair? Who, how would I be speaking to other people? How would I be speaking about myself? And starting to embody that today and use that energy to put yourself out there and to big yourself up and to be your own best friend and to shout about what you do. And actually, one of the main reasons for so long why I didn't talk about the fact that I was coaching is because I was working through my own imposter syndrome. Even if I think back to when I started at a professional service firm, I started when I was 18. I thought I was too young when I was going into client meetings. I thought I was too young. I didn't think I was experienced enough. So I didn't introduce myself in the way that I should have introduced myself. And for so long, I didn't introduce myself as a coach and I didn't put myself out there and champion what I was doing because I didn't think, linking back to that first point, I didn't think I had the experience. I didn't think I was qualified enough as other coaches. But really, you can't just sit there and just wait for people to see you. 
you have to be out there, you have to be bold enough, you have to be knocking on doors to say who you are and what you want to call into your life. So those are my six big lessons, the six things that I did that kept me stuck, stopped me from progressing and kept me going round and round in that little circle. So just to recap, the first one was overlearning and overconsuming, being stuck in that research, that learning phase, outsourcing my learning, but not ever thinking about what does it mean for me? What am I going to do differently? How am I actually going to implement this into my day-to-day life? So remember your challenge after this podcast is to go away and think about what are you actually going to do with this information? The second thing is not investing in myself, being stingy, hunting around for freebies and reaching that level when I knew I wasn't going to go any further, but I was scared to break through that ceiling and actually commit that level of investment in myself. The third thing is thinking I can do it all without asking for help, realizing that we don't have to live on this desert island, we're not superwoman, it's very, very okay to ask for help, whether it's from a partner, a friend, a coach, a therapist, and really knowing that those communities and that support network and those things are so easily available to you if you just reach out. The fourth thing is trying to do it all at once, looking at other experts and thinking, I want to be there now, I need to do it all now, and actually just having the discipline to pick one thing, focus on that, park everything else till later, know those things are coming, but not overwhelm myself and get spiral down into those thoughts of, I'm never going to be there, these things aren't going to happen for me, they're so far ahead of me. The fifth thing was expecting everyone else to get it and letting other people's opinions and decisions and actions fuel the things that I was doing or that I wasn't doing. And finally, not putting myself out there. So not shouting about myself, not bigging myself up, telling everyone what I did, being my own cheerleader and really introducing myself as Katie who was a coach or Katie who had this job or Katie who was doing these things and really starting to embody that person who had achieved all of those things from today. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode, you found it useful, hopefully some of it resonated with you. If it did, feel free to drop me a message on Instagram, I absolutely love chatting to you. My Instagram handle is at Katie Sarah Forbes. And similarly, if there are any particular topics you want me to talk about or guests you want me to bring on, I do intend on bringing guests on fairly soon, potentially even next week. So that's something to look forward to. So if there is anybody that you would like me to speak with, then please let me know. That would be wonderful. And if you do have a spare 10 seconds to rate, to subscribe, to leave a review, share it with your friends, mention it on social media every single message every single bit of support and love really really does mean so much so until next time I will love you and leave you and I will speak to you soon bye thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of you can do big things if you enjoyed this episode please rate review and share It really does mean the world and I absolutely love hearing your feedback. You can find me on Instagram at katiesarahforbes and on my website at katiesarahforbes.com. Until next time, sending you lots of love and speak soon.